just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekolder and the Louisville Real Estate Show. We're here with you till the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you are wondering what's on the show today, well, it is action-packed. We're going to get right to it. Let's start by introducing the folks who are here with us. Cora Henderson is one of the head honchos over at Pitt & Frank LLC. You can reach Cora and her team. They do a great job at getting you to the point where you purchase a home they do closings and they do a great job you can reach cora and her group at 895-9900 also brad lawler who is owner of home team inspection service they come in as a team and you can reach brent by the way they are the number one home team inspection service eight years in a row throughout the country we are thrilled and proud of them you can reach them at 844-411-TEAM uh, if you're thinking about selling your home now is the perfect time to put it on the market or at least have me come out and talk to you about putting it on the market. We'll tell you what's good, what's bad, and anything else that needs to be done, and maybe nothing. And bam, we just put you on the market or not. It's free, no obligation. Two ways to get a hold of me on my cell phone, 376-5483, and make note of this new web address, bobsellslouisville.com. So go to bobsellslouisville.com, and then that'll take you to start the information input, and then that'll get right to me. Or... Go to WeSellLouisville.com as well. That's our main website. You can do that as well there. All right. Let's start with the bread. This one came in a couple of week ago or so, and I sent this over to Brad because it's interesting. Tucker is asking, ants, ants. And listen, this is not an isolated case. Is it? And the reason no. we're bringing this to Brad, because he has a new company, and it's called Team Bugout. Bug out. Right. right. And by the way, if you want to reach him, Brad, give out that number real quickly. Yeah. Phone number is 502-357-7700. So Tucker has ants around her toilet and outside of her home, and she's wondering, is there anything that will kill ants naturally? We can all get the, the raid and all that stuff, yeah. but she's looking for a natural, and she's wondering, will vinegar work? So it's an interesting question. A lot of people use any strong selling, smelling substance. So vinegars, uh, lemon juices, um, anything that has a sharp odor will actually, it, when sprayed into an area where the ants are walking, they disrupt the pheromone trail. So ants follow each other because they are smelling the trail. So the only thing that vinegar does is it just wipes out the trail, it wipes out the smell, but it's only good for a couple of days, maybe mm. three days at the most. Mm. My concern about the toilet though, is that they are probably thriving in a moisture uh, situation underneath that toilet. So there may oh. be a problem that a plumber needs to look at oh. because, you know, ants are going to be looking for, for water sources. They're a lot like termites. You know, they, the termites here have to go down into the ground through the, uh, through the mud tubes to gain uh, water and then they will come back up through those those tubes uh, in order to access the wood, the cellulose that they're uh, they're consuming. So, yeah, there's I mean, natural products to kill. The only ones that I'm aware of are the borax or boric acid type of products mm -hmm. uh, that will kill. There's a lot of um, essential oils. I mean, peppermint oils, uh, cinnamon oils, wintergreen, spearmint. Again, those are all sharp smells that will repel the ants for a few days, but it's not a long lasting effect. There are um, non-repellent methods, um, not generally available to a consumer though they're gonna to have to go through a through a pest control company a licensed operator um, there are products that are very uh, low 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 toxicity that will 
kill the ants uh, without creating a toxic environment for, you know, the families and family mm -hmm. pets and, mm -hmm. and the like. So yeah, there's ways to do it, but vinegar is only going to knock them down for a few days and they'll okay. be back. All right. And uh, just a shameless plug for you. Do you specialize in team bug out with getting rid of it without having some harsh chemicals or you, you so so team, Quickly, team though, bug quick. out yeah, yeah team bug out just believes that we're going to tell you what your problems are we're going to tell you what the options are and then you choose how you want to deal with them you Got know it. so we're, we okay. want to empower the consumer all right if in the by the chance you want to replay this because brad and cora have some great information coming at you you can go to louisvilleanswers.com that's a redirect for this show it's on our YouTube channel, so go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, and you'll be able to see as well as hear this show. All right, we move forward. So, Cora, um, Mary lives in a condo high-rise, having problems like a lot of high-rises with balconies. And, Brad, we're going to bring you in on this as well. She writes us with a problem for both Brad and Cora. The Condo Association offered three solutions to these problems with the balconies that were outside, right? Um, obviously, they're outside, but okay, I'm adding that. But none of them were cheap and could cost the homeowners or condo owners there more than $15,000 per balcony in an assessment, which is bad enough. But we're seeing this everywhere, and which means th they ended up going with the cheaper option, the vote. So they took a vote in, in a condo meeting. They voted, uh, and apparently Mary was not happy with this vote. It would essentially mean eliminating the balconies and basically putting something like a wrought iron fence, the way Mary describes it, that would be uh, decorative in front of what was the sliding glass door, which will still remain, which would have gone out to a balcony, but now we'll have, I, Brad, they're called Juliet. Yeah. Yeah, Juliet. Juliet yeah, Juliet balconies is yeah. what they're known as. Yeah. yeah. Now, Mary is livid. She believes the value of the condos will go down because of this. I happen to actually agree that the value will go down because you're no longer having a balcony off of your condo, which is a big selling point for a lot of uh, buyers who are looking for condos with balconies. And she enjoyed sitting out on her balcony. So she's asking a couple of things here. Uh, and we'll get to the first part of this in a, the second with Brad, uh, what's going on with balconies. But more importantly, from a legal standpoint, Cora, is there anything that she can do to reverse or change the votes or the vote that had taken place this past week? Well, first of all, Mary, that's a great question. And I tend to concur with both you and Bob in that I think that that uh, somewhat eliminates the beauty of that condo. Um, I have a patio. I love it. And what we're experiencing today in this Derby City is perfect patio weather. So I completely understand what you're going through. But if the HOA, the condo association there, has properly exercised its authority under the restrictions and the bylaws in that voting process, in the notification process, then at this point, unfortunately, there's not much you can do. Um, now, when you think of a condominium, you think of of the walls from the inside, okay, going in is everything that you own, but the walls outside and going out are going to be limited com common elements, and that's going to be a part of that condo association, and they're required to maintain that. So if, in fact, everything was properly exercised, I think that that ship has sailed in regards to your opportunity in speaking your mind and perhaps uh, persuading your neighbors and everyone else that could have voting power while you believe that this devalues the property and that the proper method should have been to maintain it by doing maybe that $15,000 option um, to or more. Uh, it might have cost the 15 might have been the Juliet balcony oh, and it might be higher more. In the Absolutely. 20s, mid 20s. But, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, these assessments, they're real. I think that's just part of living in those types of communities and maintaining all of those limited common areas throughout the building, or in this case, on the balcony. And I know it's never fun. It's an unexpected expense. But again, if it helps you with the marketability of your property, which Bob, you just spoke to, and essentially even increase the dollars that you can sell your property for, really, I think it's very um, short-sighted of someone to think of that and not see the long-term gain, that long-term benefit a potential return on investment by getting the nicer quality. So you hear the old adage, you get what you pay for. And uh, that that may have been in this case what happened. So again, just to summarize, so long as everything was properly exercised in accordance with those bylaws and restrictions and what was recorded, then that ship may have sailed. So um, instead, don't wait. Uh, your voice is one that should be heard. And we should have been a part of those meetings, making sure that everything was done properly so that people are making informed decisions because a lot of times, um, some of those residents may just have been looking at that bottom line dollar and not, again, that long-term picture. All right. So I'm going to pick up on that for you, Brad, in a second. But Cora, I heard some key words here, and I want to just follow this up. Is it possible that this the group of people over this condo association who are against the Juliet balconies, can they form their own ad hoc committee and maybe come over and hire you to review the the, the bylaws to make sure that the, the the bylaws were followed to the letter of the law, because otherwise the vote doesn't count. Am I right in what I'm hearing you say? Absolutely. We'd be more than happy to have an appointment with them to pull those restrictions, to take notes of exactly what's taken place and the notifications that they've received to make sure that those were properly exercised. And if not, what we can do to help them overturn that decision. So is this costly? Because that's I'm sure they're already facing this enormous uh, value that's going to come out of their pockets. So Great what the, for all of people of Louisville and Southern Indiana and the rest of the country, because Brad's going to speak to that. So is this a costly endeavor for a condo group that comes together? So in that particular fact pattern, it's possible that it could be. It just depends on the fight, right? Um, it depends on the longevity of that and uh, how many attorney hours are going to be uh, involved with that action. And if it's a court action, how long um, that court process may take. But what I will tell you is that here at Pitt & Frank, we will sit down and have a free 30-minute appointment. So we're not going to charge just to bring you into the office to hear some of your struggles and frustrations, to look at the evidence that you have, and to maybe provide some um, um, suggested course of actions, and then let you know what that may cost you. Good. All right. Now let's move it over to Brad, because folks, this is not a one-off problem. This is a serious problem. Brad, am I correct in saying around the country and maybe even the world because of the way balconies were built? Yeah, I think anytime you're dealing with a structure that is attached to or hanging off or cantilevered off of a building, it's it's something that has to be reviewed regularly. The problem is, is that maintenance on these structures has been um, not to the level that it should have been over the years, which is what some of the problems that we've seen with um, some of the condominiums, particularly in ocean areas where they're attacked by, you know, this, this, this uh, salt right. in the air that blows around. But even here, you know, closer to home, uh, a lot of these, you know, when you see metal that is exposed to the air that rusts, uh, that oxidizes, that breaks down, um, and there's no attention that's paid to it, yeah, over time, it's going to, the structural integrity of it is going to disappear. The same holds true of even decks. You know, a lot of people think, well, it's just wood. You know, it's it's nothing to worry about. There are not very many people building decks in this area that know what they're doing. I, I'm just, you know, for someone who's inspecting thousands of homes every year. 
we see a lot of problems with even you know deck deck building. Um, one thing I'll mention, Bob, I, with this with this condo association, and this is just a good best practice. My concern anytime I start hearing of, you know, situations like these balconies is that is it just one engineer's opinion? Is it just one company's opinion? You know, just like, you know, if you're going to have a, you know, a, a big, you know, an HVAC replaced in your home. Don't just take the word of, of one person walking through the door that you need to get a second opinion. So I don't know if this HOA was able to you know, engage with another structural engineer out there to figure out what the actual cost is and what the deficiencies were. But I will, you know, say that not all engineers are created alike. Uh, they don't all have the same experience. And sometimes, you know, a second opinion will actually, you know, uncover some things that maybe the first engineer didn't, uh, didn't catch. So just if you're these big decisions like this, hopefully they've got multiple people involved in, you know, getting, getting information from and better to so that they can better understand, you know, what the possible solutions are, you know. So, and Bob, yes, go ahead, Cora. I was going to say one of the things that we didn't touch on that I think is important is liability. So have we then potentially by doing the Juliet uh, type of railings eliminated the opportunity for people to go out on the balconies for the balconies to fail and God forbid even fall and be injured from those balconies. But we've reduced that liability, not only for the unit owner or any invitees that they may have on the property, but also, you know, the exposure for the HOA that in turn, I would think I'm not an insurance agent, but might reduce um, some of the insurance costs. So um, maybe just playing devil's advocate, the um, not only the saving on the monetary cost of the repair to that balcony, but you could be looking at some other reduction in liability. Um, if that makes her feel any better about losing her gorgeous balcony. Yeah, I got a feeling it won't. But let's just say real quickly, we'll wrap this up. Brad's right. An another structural engineer comes in, says, no, this is not even needed. You need to do this. Is it too late? Has the horse left the gate to use an analogy that we're timely here? Has the is it left the gate at this point? Is there any going back and changing the vote? Oh, was that oh, to no, me? I was, that, that was, was to you. you. Yeah. Oh, to legally, me. Oh, is there any, is there legally, any way going back? I yeah. Sure. It, it Again, it just depends if it was properly exercised okay, under the that. authority okay. that they had. So without yeah. reviewing those legal documents, we can't confirm. Got it. We're going to take a break. We're late to go to that. Uh, we'll continue with more of your questions. Again, with us, Cora Henderson, who is a powerhouse, let me tell you, in this city, attorney over at Pitt & Frank LLC. You can reach Pitt & Frank to get your home closed. You can pick the closing attorney that you want, and they're one group that will do it for you beautifully. 895-9900. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. And uh, you can reach Brad and his team and also Team Bug Out. You can call 844-411-TEAM. Thinking of selling or even buying, I'll come out. We can talk. No obligation. Free analysis. We'll get you an idea of what your home is worth or even what the path is to get it on the market and sold. Now it's the time to be talking about this and thinking about this. Call me, 376-5483. Or you can now go to BobSellsLouisville.com or WeSellLouisville.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team, get home team. 
Pip and Frank has been serving your community for over 30 years in real estate closings and our title professionals educate the real estate industry both locally and throughout the state. Tell your loan officer and realtor to close with Pitt and Frank where we pride ourselves on being your trusted real estate closing expert. Pitt and Frank, signed, sealed and delivered at 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at Remax Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. People often think that real estate agents market and sell the same way, but they don't. I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've worked with the best agents throughout the country. Having a local real estate agent who offers great marketing and options to fit your needs is smart. In Louisville, the agents I trust and you should hire are Bob and Greg Sokola. If I were selling in Louisville, Bob and Greg would be my guys. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show. We are here till the top of the hour. Thanks for staying with us, folks. I hope it's a good Sunday. With us, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team, do a great job when they inspect your homes. I can tell you from personal experience, great group of people, and this is the team you want inspecting your new home. Also, Cora, and you can, by the way, reach him at 844-411-TEAM. I only went, almost went too fast on that, Brad. And then Cora Henderson, Pitt & Frank, LLC. She's one of the great attorneys over there. You can reach them to close your loan because you can pick the closing attorney. You can reach Cora and her group at 895-9900. And if you are thinking about selling your home, I am here for you day and night right after the show. Call me, 376-5483. Or, easy enough, you can go to your website or send me an email. BobSellsLouisville.com is easy enough. Go to bobsellslouisville.com or wesellouisville.com. We'll go from there. All right. Back over to the questions. This will start again with Cora. China listens to our show all the time, has a problem, and wants us to repeat a warning. She wrote to us that her neighbor's tree is leaning, and she feels is in danger of bringing down her fence, possibly her power line, and hitting her home. She wants to know, Cora, what should she do with all the recent storms and what others should do as well? If you suspect that a neighbor's tree might be in danger of falling on your property and hurting a person or hitting the house, what are the thoughts here, Cora? What should you suggest? Bob, this is a very timely question. We've had mm. so many storms lately. We've received a lot of calls on that exact same fact pattern. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, I want to address uh, one of the things I heard you say, and that was it's in danger of hitting the power lines. Mm -hmm. If it if there are any power lines, electrical issues, anything else regarding the utilities, certainly that is a very cautious 
uh, area. And we want you to call those utility companies immediately to report that. And that could self-solve by them coming out. But I certainly don't want to advise anyone to get around uh, any uh, thing that could cause an electrical fire or an electrocution or anything like that. So please, everyone stay safe. Uh, secondly, let's say no utility lines are around, but we do have a tree that uh, maybe we're worried about it falling on your garage and it's the neighbor's tree or your fence. What does that look like? Well, I think, first of all, um, you would need to contact your professional, whether that be uh, your insurance agent and or an attorney. Okay. If you talk to that neighbor, if the neighbor says, you know what, that's my favorite tree, it's healthy, it's a stud, talking about Derby season. Mm -hmm. That was not nice, as funny nice. as yours, Bob. Yeah, not as, not as good as <laughs> Left your the gate. Okay, good. Yes, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, that's something that you may want to engage us here at Pitt and Frank or another legal professional so that we could write a letter. Uh, we could discuss that with them and their legal options in the event they have refused to move that, what that looks like as far as their rights and taking down those limbs that are on their side of the property. Or if that tree is truly dead, are they allowed to remove the entire tree. And then of course, potentially build them for that cost. Mm -hmm. So we would love to explore that and more. Again, free consultations here. Just give us a call at 895-9900 and we can discuss that with you. I love how she gets that plug in for her phone number, Brad. You're going to need she's, to remember that. She's, she's really good. Smooth. I, yeah. I, I yeah. can't keep up. <laughs> it's great. All right. We go back over to Brad. Freddie has, we're on a condo kick today. Freddie has a condo here in Louisville, writes that the condo unit above her is leaking. It caused damage to her ceiling. And oh, by the way, Cora, listen carefully because you're going to be up on this as well. She's planning on selling later this year. So she's wondering, Brad, what type of repairs now that the damage has been done and it's leaked through the ceiling, what type of repairs does the condo association need to make, or is it actually the homeowner above, to make to make sure that there are not any residual problems and that she can sell her condo at full market value? So let's start with that, and then we'll go back over to Cora. So go ahead there, Brad. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So as far as, you know, who's responsible, I'm going to let Cora talk about that, but let's talk about how you have to affect the repair. Okay. Yeah. So we need to make sure we understand what caused the leak uh, up above. So was it a, just, you know, a toilet, uh, for instance, you know, was it a one-time overflow? You know, was it, were kids splashing in a bathtub, got a lot of water on the floor and it came through the ceiling. So as a one-time occurrence, which, you know, that's may just be a simple, you know, paint job uh, to fix the, uh, the staining or or is it an ongoing problem? Uh, is it a problem with a drain or a shower pan that's that's leaking into this area, into the unit below? So you'd have to make sure you understand what's causing a leak, fix that, and then make the appropriate repairs downstairs. Um, you know, so whether it may it may be you know replacement of sheetrock or plaster, uh, you know, and 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 repainting, you know, ceiling and repainting that area. But you definitely need to know what was the cause of it, not just what the effect was, and slap kills pain over it and hope that that's enough to, you know, keep the home inspector from spotting it when they inspect the, the unit when it's for sale. And this can be translated to a regular home, which if you have a leak above, the same applies. And, and a reminder, if you want to hear that again, now that we pointed that it could apply to your home, uh, simply go to louisvilleanswers.com. That's a redirect to our YouTube channel where you'll be able to watch this show in its entirety along with video. And you can see how great Cora's office now looks with these flowers behind her. So, okay. So let's beautiful move over flowers. back over. Yeah, those beautiful flowers. Cora, uh, again, that is uh, louisvilleanswers.com. Uh, so now she's asking, Freddie's asking, can she take any legal action against the condo association or the condo owner above? Because obviously now she has to disclose that there was a leak above and that could devalue her condo unit. Yes. 
Absolutely. And absolutely, you can take legal action. So it should be the unit owner above uh, will be liable for those repairs again. But we can have a chat to see if that's something that we can be of help with when we liaise regarding that matter. Now, um, what I will tell you is non-disclosure or misrepresentation on sellers uh, forms during um, a sale of their real property, whether it be condominium or you know your single family dwelling, that's going to be the number one claim that we see post-closing. It's mm-hmm. all always going to be about what should have been on that seller's disclosure. So, you know, whether it was due to the neighbor upstairs or uh, it was a one-time occurrence, maybe the kid filled up the bath and uh, forgot about it and ran in to watch a TV show, doesn't matter. You still have to disclose that, whether it was a one-time leak or reoccurring problem. Uh, whether you think you did the best job ever in replacing that sheetrock uh, and and kills job and, and painting job and whatnot, it still needs to be disclosed because that will ultimately protect you whenever you are selling your home later because you've provided all the information you're required to by law, um, that also eliminates typically any red flags by the buyers, because trust me, they would rather see that on a disclosure from the seller than have Brad and his team tell them, oh, by the way, there was a leak here. Can't you tell? They tried to cover it up. And then looking at the seller's disclosure, not seeing that there, that's whenever a buyer is going to run away. Yep. And we should point out that leaks happen all the time. So Freddie, if you're really worried about it, uh, devaluing your condo, minimal, if anything, will happen from the leak as long as it's repaired properly. If it's not, then we have a problem. You're going to have a problem down the road. Absolutely. But we see these all the time. Okay. So we're going to move back over to Brad. And I heard this this uh, question on our social media, and I went, whoa, this is incredibly interesting. So Brad, this is for you, but for everybody else, pay attention because this is really amazing. William's daughter is moving into her first home, and he's heard that contractors use apparently what half-inch screws where you screw into the strike plate and into maybe the door where the hinges are, but more importantly, the strike plate. And he has been told by his father, William's father, that he should replace the half-inch screws with four-inch screws for added security because the screws then go directly into the wood, bites into the wood of the structure of the house. I have never heard that before, but it certainly makes sense. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't, I've not seen half inch screws used uh, for strike plates and such. Um, uh, there are sometimes you, you see smaller, shorter screws, yeah. uh, but not that short. But I would say, I, generally speaking, things that are used when homes are built, uh, we'll call contractor grade. And I'm, I don't have time to trying to diminish or denigrate the contractor there, but they're using a a basic type of product. And so there are upgraded products that are more secure and we all have choices, right? I mean, we can right. go out and buy a lock set that's that's $200 um, at a local dealer uh, that specializes in security hardware, or we can buy a $30 lock set. They do the same job, but the the one that's you know several hundred dollars is probably going to be built more securely. It's going to have more robust hardware. So I think anywhere you know security consultants, security experts are going to recommend that yes, particularly strike plates, um, the the hinge uh, screws can also be replaced uh, because a a good you know, firm kick uh, to many of these doors will just knock the door right open. You know, deadbolt locks uh, with, you know, thumb latches on them. Those are always, you know, uh, a, a good upgrade as well. But anything, any of those higher uh, quality um, 
you know, door hardware, you know, door locking mechanisms are going to come with those longer, more robust screws. This is really important, I think, for anybody who's concerned about safety. And I have never heard this before or brought up on any of the radio shows that I listened to or on our show before. So, again, uh, this is just for your help here, folks. A lot of information on today's show. If you want to see a rebroadcast of this, LouisvilleAnswers.com. That will take you to the YouTube channel and you'll see the show here and give you a chance to relive the good or bad you relive the show coming up by the way next week on our show one of our listeners was scammed by a shady contractor he listens to the show he wrote in about it he's followed up and we'll tell you what that follow-up and what what has happened since then on the next show which is this coming Sunday. We are just about out of time. My thanks to our folks who did a great job. Cora Henderson, who is a star attorney, not only a, an attorney, but a star over at Pitt and Frank LLC. And you can reach Pitt and Frank to do your closing because you can pick the closing attorney that you want. The direct number over there, 895-9900. And also Brad Lawler, who does an incredible job managing not only home team inspection service, but now team bug out. And if you need either of them, I suspect you can use the same number, right, Brad? Because you'll be able to yeah, parcel out. Yeah. Can. So yeah. it does a great job. 844-411-TEAM is the direct number to uh, get over uh, to talk of, to Brad and his group. And then if you're thinking of selling, it's simple, really. If uh, Just either selling or buying. We have the full service, and I will be more than happy to come out and meet with you, talk with you via Zoom, or do it via phone. Talk about the process no obligation, free of charge to just meet and talk and help you however we can, because that's what we do. And then if you want to sell, we'll be able to help you very quickly, get you on the market and sell. You can reach me several ways, 502-376-5483, or you can go to WeSellLouisville.com. That's our main website. That's WeSellLouisville.com. Or now you can go to BobSellsLouisville.com, and that'll start the process. Just start entering information. It'll take you right to me, and I'll get right back to you. Thanks again, folks. Thanks for being out there. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.